The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 143 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Devin Green. I'm Nikki Robinson. This Saturday and Sunday at Redlands Community College in El Reno, the Oklahoma Paranormal Association is holding Paracon 2018. Here to talk about the very cool event is OPA founder Tanya McCoy. Tanya, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. We are so glad to have you now. Tell us, oh, I better turn that off now. Uh, tell us about uh, Paracon. I, we were so excited when we saw this. Like, this looks really cool. Uh, Paracon, it's a, basically it's a paranormal conference. We've had it the past couple of years here in Oklahoma. It's not a huge conference, but it's a good conference. And we bring in different speakers from different states as well as local to talk about different aspects of the paranormal. And we have some good key speakers coming in to talk to people this year. Um, last year, we brought in a really good um, headliner, and then this year we're bringing in a couple more good headliners. So, this, so this isn't your first. How long have you guys been doing this? Um, the first Paracon we had actually started in El Reno, and I want to say that one was five or six years ago. Wow. Okay. And I know the uh, Oklahoma Paranormal Association has been around for what about ten, fifteen uh, years now? No, we the Oklahoma Paranormal Association has been around since I want to say two thousand and ten. Okay, is when I formed it. Okay. Um, was there another group before then? Because I did some stories with KOSU. I, yes. Yeah, there were other groups. Okay. Okay. That's maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But yeah, I, I mean, the Guthrie. We, I did some stuff up in Guthrie. I did some stuff in in. Uh, I want to say Tahlequah. No. That. No, but uh, uh, somewhere in Pottawatomie, Tecumseh. Tecumseh. It was at the theater. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that was really cool. We have, we have several paranormal teams around Oklahoma. Yeah. And they've been going on. I think the oldest was Ron Cross's Team Pros, and that's been here for about 30 years. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, it's, so. it's, it's, and it's a growing interest. People are, have a growing interest in it. Um, there is. There's a huge growing interest, especially, you know, with um, all the paranormal shows that started coming out about 10, 15 years ago. Ghost Hunters on sci-fi. Yeah, and so all, yeah. Of, all of that kind of kick-started it. Mm-hmm. And we have the overnight teams that pop up and leave and then mm-hmm. there's some of us that have been in for a long time i mean i was in uh, with another team before i branched and started my own so what prompted you to start your own um starting it myself i just had different visions and dreams as to how i wanted my team to grow and i i was with a good group of people um it was with a local theater i was part of so mm-hmm. we had our own troupe and kind of started off on a group there because our theater was actually haunted awesome Let's um, see. <laughs> they usually are. In they my are. head, they all are. They are. There's, there's it's not too many. It's called a ghost light. Just saying. Yeah. It's, it's the energy. It's the energy that's created, too. right? Well, and it's the energy that's created for oh, yes. through 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 acting. Through, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you 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 pretend. The whole thing is pretend, and you've not only drawn the actors and the 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 cast and crew into this. You are drawing an entire audience mm-hmm. into this energy of make believe, and so a lot of people believe that is what creates this energy that's why these theaters are typically they just pull in that 
that paranormal it makes it stronger because it's all make believe and so it just creates this this powerful and so I, that's I think most theaters are uh, do I have some kind of haunting. I completely agree. Yeah. Well, our theater had actually started out as a school back really? in I want to say it was 1903 originally it burnt down and then rebuilt in 1907. Wow. And one of our spirits was actually the old principal who had hung himself. <gasps> wow. Neat. And which which theater was this? That was the Stage Door Theater in Yukon. Okay, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, okay. which yeah, we're closed now. The building's still there. Mm-hmm. It's still haunted. Is the theater closed? Oh, right. I didn't we, realize that. The theater closed down a few years ago. The city <sighs> took the building back. Um, it was just in so much disrepair, and right. it was dangerous at that point. So Yeah, that's what they did with Stage Center right over here. Uh, the city yeah. basically took it over and then just yeah. closed it down. Well, I mean, just, yeah. yeah. It's it too was, much to fix it up. It is. Yeah, and exactly. But theaters, I mean, they take a lot of wear and tear. Oh, and yeah. so sometimes it's just easier to um, do something else with it. And um, But... Uh, anyway, so so you started your own group, the Oklahoma Paranormal Association. You decided to just start putting together some conventions. Yeah, we did originally. We started out to where we were actually taking people out on little events where we take them into haunted locations. Um, they'd like purchase a ticket. We do an all night investigation or, you know, about a six hour investigation at night and they could use our equipment. We teach them how to do it. And then it kind of went from there. I kind of decided I want to do more teaching. There's not mm-hmm. a whole lot of that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when we started our meetup group. And then it literally just kind of grew. We're like, hey, let's bring in all of our friends from other states. Let's get different points out there, show different things. And then that's kind of how our Paracon came to be. Now, there have been a couple of others throughout the state. Um, I don't know how long they ran. It's it's a hit or miss. It's, yeah. We usually put out more money than we bring in, but we do that because we want people to have that opportunity to learn. Yeah, right. it's a great opportunity. You said you've got a speaker. Um, who, who is your, your main speaker this year? Um, we had three. Um, we had to cancel one of them, which was John Safas. We had him last year when we had it here in Oklahoma City, and he's amazing. Um, but we kept Chris and Mike, who are the two, two of the guys from Haunted Towns, seen on Destination America. They were also Ghost Asylum before that. And yes, yeah, okay. they're they're amazing. <laughs> they're amazing guys. They're very down to earth and they're very uh-huh. sweet. And it's just a fun night where people get to come out and they'll get to actually investigate a haunted location with them. Oh, that's very cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> small, large disclaimer. Um, N- Nikki is terrified of ghosts. I mean, a lot of people are. Um, so it's not a joke when we're when we're, but we are teasing her because we do mike has a deep deep vein of shade and pride so. yeah it's the only uh, one i do too. he kind of it's enjoys really pushing that button with her it's the only one you're like the nicest creature I, on the planet but I, this one thing he's like poke, poke i don't know why poke. i do we, you know we we had uh we had jeff provine on mm-hmm. uh and Several uh, times. and jeff the first time we had him on we talked about his ghost tours mm-hmm. and nikki was so worried about these ghosts and so he we went through a list of things that you should that could help you right. in dealing with ghosts and one of them was inform- was an aloe plant <laughs> And the salt. other one was salt. A cat. And the other one was some kind of a pet, a, a cat or a dog. So the idea of her walking into Paragon <laughs> with a salt shaker, an aloe plant, and a cat. <laughs> is not a joke. It is what she needs to feel okay. I think, but also yeah. the, the other thing is is what I love about, and, and Nikki will, will tell you this, is Nikki's also very cool about things. And she, yeah. so she, she. True. She I will is, try is, anything. Ex- yes. Yeah. She will confront that fear head on. Yeah. 
She, well, and she does. She just wants to be prepared. There She's are saying. different different stones, oils, and herbs that you can use to actually help ward off. And that's you some of the stuff we teach. List. Oh, no, is there a we, panel? We actually do teach about stuff. And we do have somebody coming. Boom. Oh. So we do See? actually My have panel. that. I will be, say, um, okay. with this building, I wouldn't be in here alone at night if you're scared of ghosts. No, no, like just walking to the bathroom. Uh, this neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. There's well, some energy in your building. It's it's all this this well this whole area is mm-hmm. so old. And again, you're talking about theater. This was a this was film row. This was where mm-hmm. actors yeah. would come. This, this was is where the um, yeah. So uh, yeah, and this this building itself is um, I, more than a hundred years old. They mm-hmm. only recently refurbished it back in 2013, yeah, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So um, and it had been not long neglected, hadn't it? Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. I thought the Hart Building was yeah. yeah. It, and then there we've got the Paramount right across the street. We've got which the is Paramount, the mm-hmm. and film so. exchange, one of the remain the only functioning theater. From the oh, exchange. From the exchange. Yeah. From being. And this a film is one exchange. of the, this is one of the few theaters or few few buildings that still exist in film room. They've toned down a lot of mm-hmm. them uh, because uh, obviously just just weren't. Yeah, yeah, and 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 progress progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Hart Building and Paramount are two of the one of the few two of the few that have stuck around. So my question is, you mentioned the the school burned was rebuilt mm-hmm. was. Was it haunted previously to the burning, or did it burn and then people started to notice? When did the guy hang? My himself? question is: Is it the is it the structure, or is it the ground, or um, do, do people have differing theories? I mean, is that you can have a haunting on in the structure itself and also attached to the land? Uh huh. That's a lot of Native American belief, isn't it? It's yes, the land. And with that building, there's several different hauntings. Okay, um, the principal that I believe is still there. I always, when I saw him, he was on stage, very authoritative, and I had a woman come in, they were taking pictures of the building, and I happened to notice him, I was doing like a flu clinic as a fundraiser for the theater, and I walked outside, I invited him in, and I'm showing her around and kind of talking, I'm like, hey, was the building haunted when you were here, and it was like in 1950s, mm-hmm. and she's like, well, I'm not really sure, and I'm like, well, we have one here that's a very dominant spirit, and I think he had to have been, you know, a principal or vice principal because he's very authoritative. He's mm-hmm. on stage. He's got his arms crossed, and he's really, you know, mm-hmm. in control of things. And she said, well, it's funny you mentioned that because the principal did hang himself. Mm. Did he do it on the ground? I don't believe. I don't know for sure if right. he did it on the grounds, but he did, of course, commit suicide, and that was a place he spent most of his life. Right. I mean, I know it's and never, they will it return to be. Yeah, they will return to that building. Um, we've was had, he malevolent? <clears throat> He wasn't malevolent. He was just very strict. And if he didn't like what you were doing, he would let you know. Wow. He's an overseer. Yeah. yeah. Was we, he able to move things or? Yes. We had furniture move across stage. We've had all kinds of things happen in that building. Wow. And there's several different spirits in the building. We had a little boy who was in period clothing. Kind of reminds you of one of the new the newies, newbies, you know, the little kids that did the yeah. newspapers. Oh, the newsies. The newsies. There yeah. we go. Thank yeah. you. Um, I had taken a group of students in it one night because I used to teach medical assistance, long story. Um, and one of the girls and I were sitting on the floor and we both saw him full body apparition run across. Now, whether he is attached to that building or something that came into the building, we're not sure because theater props come from everywhere mm-hmm. and stuff can be attached yeah. to objects. Really? Sure. Yes. I mean, I don't know why I find that surprising, but I'm like, <laughs> but yeah, it's like so a whole yeah. next level stuff. I'm like, uh, and. You bring something in my house. We had a woman show up in like turn of the century dress. We don't know where she came from. So it could have been from 
so many different aspects it's really right. hard to tell mm -hmm. it's not not like you can always find those records of no. people who've died and especially no. from more than 100 years ago especially pre-statehood yeah exactly I mean, it's so you just don't know uh could have been someone killed there or could have been someone who's a, a teacher or a parent or you know well they also housed the yukon museum was there their um their oh, community artifacts. museum oh, so it was full of artifacts so it could have been, wow they had tombstones so many from options. soldiers <laughs> yeah so there are so many different things that brought awesome. stuff in interesting okay so do if there are hauntings will that attract more it can and like then, they're like gonna have a party or like a welcoming space it's, it's or they're like hey that person's hanging out yeah there. you're I mean, talking more of what's called a transient spirit okay? okay a transient spirit is a spirit that wanders from place to place it can be drawn anywhere mm -hmm. um it happens a lot in buildings especially if you have like we go in and keep investigating and you take a couple of psychic mediums in there mm -hmm. it's like flipping on a light for them okay. and it can draw energy in and that's happened even when we've done Overholster Mansion. We've had energy come in and it's never been there before. Okay, so it's basically because we're there and it's you're there. In. You're trying to communicate. They want to communicate. Right. How often do people actually get haunted? Like ghosts follow people around more than you realize. Really? Oh yes. Oh my God. They can attach. They okay. can she didn't need to hear that. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm just... glad for the honest answer. But yeah. Whoa. They can. I just admit having like. I need to read more Doctor Strange. I, 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 the, the neatest thing about we, we did go to theater. I, in, in, I covered it for KOSU, did a full-length full feature piece. Um, it was 45 minutes long by the time I... But I was out all night long at this theater in Tecumseh. And uh, we were up in the projector room. It, it was a movie theater place, not an actual... Uh, 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 theater performing RE. arts, Right. Um, and we were up in the projection room and... Of course, it's dark, and uh, one of the women turned around and saw a figure. Um, we didn't see who it was, uh, but we were like, "Okay, well, that's good." We you know, we, so we moved down, and we're all taking a break in the in the theater area, the, the the where the seats are and everything like that. And myself and three other people look up at the projection room, and the lights on, and we're like, "Okay, well." when who turned on the light the, the the lights on and so the three of us all went hey that lights on and as everyone turned the light went out and i just went it don't, only like three of us actually saw that but it was like my first time at of, least you oh weren't my the gosh. only one yeah. to see it though yeah. it was it was it was amazing but we i spent an entire night out there um we got uh, uh some good sound on tape uh it was it was just a, an amazing experience um and not, I, I don't necessarily get the fear thing for me. It's, it's more just, I guess probably because I was treating it as I would any kind of reporting Absolutely. journalism thing. I and was see, just going to learn. And we were looking around at newspapers and articles that are hanging and realized that the, one of the projectionists back in like the 40s had died. And so they had a whole poster on how he had died while a movie was going on and the tape ran out and everyone was like, why is it? Because you know those things get switched out, right? Mm -hmm. And it didn't. And so Why ain't this guy to, doing his job? So right? I pay for this movie. <laughs> and he died, and they had a picture of him. And the girl who saw the average said that was him. And so it was just a really interesting cool moment that you know. Again, I was treating it more as um, I, 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 an emotionalist. I was just doing it as a journalist, mm -hmm. um, and and loved. I think going into it that way, it did. It took away the fear. It was more about I want to know. I want to investigate yeah. what's going on. I I, I think yeah. my my why I'm 
I wouldn't say it's fear, just standoffishness, because <laughs> I can't understand it. I'm very science-brained, right. and so it's just like, it's hard for me to wrap my head around. And I'm like, I can understand the Big Bang Theory, there's mathematical equations for that, and you know, just black holes, stuff like that. There's, there's no, there's nothing, I have nothing. Right, <laughs> okay, so you have to look at it this way. Each one of our cells has that little energy pack, that little battery ATP, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. The theory behind spirits is the spirit is that ATP that's left. So energy okay. doesn't really ever kind of go away. Well, yeah, it's th that's a true statement. Yeah. That's so right. these little things stick. Where, where Where is this energy going? And that's where you come up with orbs. A lot of people mm -hmm. believe that's mm -hmm. what that is. It's just a big cluster of that ATP energy. So if that is, in fact, us, it's got to be out there somewhere. Mm -hmm. Right. And that, yeah. so that okay. it's just the energy staying over, whether it crosses over to de believing on whatever your belief system is, mm -hmm. heaven, hell, or just limbo, or even just stuck here on earth for whatever reason, that energy is somewhere. Right, because mm -hmm. energy cannot be destroyed, it can only be transmitted. Exactly. Some other right. way. So, so that's all. And, and this, we all know, especially not only ourselves, but I mean our brains, which I mean are so incredibly powerful, we know that, is just a big ball of energy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that just goes somewhere. So yeah, that's 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 where most of the theory comes from, and, and that's that's where you can take it, look at it scientifically, and that's what I've tried to do is just look at look at it kind of logically and rationally, and and that way, if you also do that, it again, it, it what's scary is the fact that it's something weird, it's something outside the normal, mm -hmm. it's paranormal, <laughs> and it's something most of us have been taught not to believe. Right, yeah. right. Our, that's why children see them more than we do as adults because we've always been taught growing up ghosts do not exist therefore we try to rationalize it as something else whereas children are just like oh that's something that's not normally there it's a ghost okay we'll talk to them you know mm -hmm. why is that why does society want to not acknowledge this corner of the universe well, so to speak? okay you've got to think most most of the the years past centuries past it's been very religious mm -hmm. and in a religious stance they have created to where there's heaven and hell, no you in between. To, yeah. So to be religious enough, you have to not acknowledge that, that realm. Right, anything that messes with that, like, destination, like the right. idea that there's somewhere else, there's something yeah. else that happens to you, anything that messes with that, like, domin Even, dominant worldview, there's that. And then there's also just the questions it would open. It's like, it's like the same thing as, like, if we found definitive proof of alien life, like, there would be people who would not want us to know. Right. Because it's, also because of it's the like the Men in Black quote: "A person is smart, but people, but people are, are stupid." stupid. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly right. Yeah. And also because it's just, and that's and that's where I'm like the the universe is far too large for just you know putting any kind of religion or god in a box is kind the of the world silly is to, too to, mysterious. Yeah. I mean, I'm an anthropologist. I'm I'm I you know, and anthropologists love this stuff because we understand that magic can be just as powerful as, as science as as you know, as a as a physical, you know, witchcraft can be just as dangerous as disease. You know, it's 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 the same it, anthropologist I like perspective. The, I like the and we want to understand it all. Magic is just science that we don't understand right. yet. Yeah. Yeah. Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. From magic, right. Arthur yeah. C. Clarke is my yep. signature. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Tanya, uh, what are the times? you got Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, we open our doors at 9 o'clock. Um, people to register in from 10 to 5 is the conference itself. And 
at the end of the day, for people that have bought tickets, there's a gallery reading where we have um, Courtney Kane Sides, who's our psychic medium, comes mm-hmm. in and she does the gallery. And then Sunday, we open our doors back up again from 10 to 3. And then Saturday night from 8p to midnight will be the actual investigation. And that will be at the Canadian County Museum there in El Reno. And why El Reno? Um, this year, we actually got help from the city. To awesome. there, quite honestly. That's fabulous. Yeah, we El actually Reno got represent? a grant. My husband's from yeah. there, so. We got I mean, a grant to do it there, and it really helped out a huge Good. amount. That's fantastic. Shout out. So we went to El Reno with it. Um, also, awesome. it's going to be kind of announcing the, the launch of the next book that's coming out October 8th. And that's Which is Haunted Canadian County. Nice. nice. And that's you, so. that's you and Jeff, right? No, this no. one is actually me and Whitney Wilson. Oh, she's cool. my yeah. uh, she's my VP. Um, sorry, sorry we're all writing this down. I blinked for a minute. Um, <laughs> it'll be Whitney's first book, and this will be my oh, third. That's wonderful. Haunted Canadian County. Okay, so for those, I don't know if we did the mention. Thank you. Disclaimer. Tanya has uh, helped. Jeff Provine, right, his Haunted Guthrie and Haunted Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we Hot. co-authored Haunted mm-hmm. Guthrie and Haunted Oklahoma City. And then um, Whitney and I are going to be doing our next book, Haunted El Reno. We'll do one strictly on the town. <sighs> I am so excited because El Reno is so haunted. That one will come out okay. next. <laughs> I don't know. I think Guthrie Fort is more Reno, haunted. Fort Reno, dude, <laughs> with, as Jeff said, with yeah. charm. <laughs> Guthrie, Guthrie per square footage, I would say. You think? Yeah. Yeah, I would. I be think a lot simply of stuff of, happened there. It's almost I mean, all in that Well, it all came area. in so quickly. Yeah. yeah. So it came in quickly. You put thousands and thousands of people in a very small space. They all mm-hmm. fought over the land there. Doing all huge. kinds of things. So. Now, Some questionable. Now, Reno has enough that... When we wrote The Haunted Canadian County, when I was actually researching, I, I contacted the editor, and I'm like, we can do a book just on this town by itself. Yeah. That's awesome. One of my one of my husband and I's favorite day trips is, well, we go visit his mom, who still lives there, and he grew up there, but then we love to go out to Fort Reno and the mm-hmm. cemetery, and he actually is getting his history degree, so we recently went out and visited like the POW cemetery mm-hmm. and the actual cemetery, and that's just one of our favorite mm-hmm. places, but you cannot deny there is some... Oh yeah, there's yeah. some business, and <laughs> some good history. I like that they are. It, it seems like they're capitalizing on that in a very respectful way, but to also draw people to the site and yeah. to there's, uh, there's nothing know. wrong with it. I think that's probably why El Reno is wonderful. Is people are coming if people are coming to your town. People are coming to your town. Yeah, yeah, no, but I mean why. specifically Fort Reno. Yeah, that's what. And, yeah, oh yeah. But so I think I think it's I think it's great that El Reno is basically understanding that tourism is very important, regardless of how yeah. you're getting that tourism. Yeah. And if you can base your tourism, mm-hmm. I love the fact that it's not just about paranormal. Paranormal is very important, mm-hmm. but it's also history. Yeah, people are coming. If you to get them in the door, about the history of to this hear about space. the ghosts, yeah. and then you teach them about the history of the place. When, yeah. when. They'll want to come yeah. back. They'll want to tell their friends. Then, so that's how you get people in the door. And, and El Reno obviously recognizes that. There's a Carnegie that. Library there, people. Yeah. You know that? There's a Carnegie Library in yeah. El Reno? It's so awesome. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> My husband waited like two years to tell me that fact. I was like, what? He's like, that's a Carnegie Library. I was like. How are you? How are you? So you're you're going to end at about five o'clock. You're doing. They're going to do the psychic readings on Saturday, mm-hmm. um, and then at eight o'clock you're doing it at Canadian County. Is it going to be just a everybody get in your car and caravan over there? It's. I mean, look how small El Reno is. So um, the tickets for investigation we kept as small as we can. So not everybody coming to ah, Paracon will okay. get to investigate. We do have the Canadian County Museum that opened up seven of their buildings for us. So it will be to where there'll be small groups broken up and they'll go from location to location and we'll have different investigators with them. 
And like I said, the guys will be there on site to also investigate. So they'll get to see our equipment up front, get to use it. That's really awesome. Yeah, I think going to this convention will definitely help my understanding of it. Because like it's been such a one of those "Mm, not touching that for so long that I think if you have a fear of the paranormal, this might actually be a good thing. It yeah. might be good therapy. Well, Exposure will, therapy has been proven to do wonders. Knowledge is power. Say, I would tell you the more you're around it, yeah. I you Nowadays, just, I used to, people ask me, do you get scared? And I can honestly tell them nine times out of ten, no, because I'm so used to it. Mm-hmm. You get numb mm-hmm. to it. It's like, um, it's nothing for me to be, my husband and I were staying the night on the Queen Mary and I woke up and there's a steward standing at the end of our bed and I'm just like, okay, good night and went right back to sleep. <laughs> Thanks for visiting. It's all good. We have transients come through my house. My husband's like, Are you quit m- bringing haunted objects into my home. <laughs> yes. Are you more likely to be visited if you're more receptive to yes. it? Yeah, yes. You can see it. That's what, yes. Je- that's what Jeff talked about was if you, mm-hmm. if you know about it, you tend to have a more open understanding of it you're going to see it whereas yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and i think can you build your draw yes you can and one of the things that i teach people is everybody has a psychic ability period you're born with it whether Mm -hmm. it be a mother's intuition or a sixth sense everybody has it but it's like any other muscle in your body if you don't work it it's weak and the Mm -hmm. more you work it the stronger it's going to become so those abilities that you have are going to be based on if you want it or not Mm mm-hmm and then at the same time, you can learn how to shield and block it. You can learn how to shield and block anything negative mm-hmm. from coming around you. Right. Um, and I've done that with people several times okay. where things have happened and, you know, somebody gets attacked at a site because it happens. I'm sorry, I'll be honest. It does happen. <laughs> we've had people scratched. We've had people pushed and we've had people not completely out. So oh, wow. you have by to be By objects manipulated by or just by just well, spirits. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And just, just not aggressive. to use just. Mm-hmm. Are, okay, what kind of categories are there? I mean, I, mean, I assume there's malevolent ones and then. There, there are. There are different types. Um, okay, so who's talking about the theater earlier? Mm-hmm. They, they saw this person standing mm-hmm. there. That could have been labeled under two different. The first thing I would say is if they just saw him standing there, it could be what's called a photographic haunting. Mm -hmm. And the photographic haunting is basically where energy is just trapped in time. It's like watching a movie over and over and over again. So it's like one of those Harry Potter pictures that just kind of repeat almost? No, because they interact. Oh, do they? So that's different. Um, If you just see the same thing every night, that's a photograph, okay? It's It's like a movie running. Now, if one night you see this person standing there and all of a sudden they turn on a light, they're intelligent. Okay. Because now they're interacting. So it's not just them. It's not their soul. It's, it's not like an imprint. A photograph is an imprint. It's a non-soul. Yeah. Whereas now they're acknowledging you. They're intelligent. That means they're actually there. Trying And they to. can interact with you. Okay? That's what you saw. Yeah. And so that's an mm-hmm. intelligent haunting. Okay. Um, then you also have what's called a poltergeist haunting. And there's two different theories based on that. Um, the poltergeist haunting. They're the ones that can move things. They right? Well, there are different spirits that can move. Intelligent can move. Mm-hmm. Um, a poltergeist makes a lot of noise, can move things around. If it's an intelligent hunting doing that, then yeah, it's kind of a poltergeist. But the other one is based on telekinesis, which is an unhaunting at all. It's usually, you know, young teenagers that are putting off so much energy, they're actually moving objects, and it's not a haunting. It's just tied back to that preteen oh. and their energy. And energy, yeah. And that's that a poltergeist. Yeah, I find that right, yeah. I find that so incredibly yeah. that's, undifficult. That's where we go back to telekinesis. Right. Mm-hmm. And of course, all of this started being studied back 
late 1800s. So were there yeah. a lot of cases where they thought it was a poltergeist and it was actually just telekinesis, like just like someone with a very strong ability and it got mistaken for a poltergeist? There has been cases that have been documented on it, yes. Okay. But once again, you have to look. The paranormal is still not considered a science. A science. Yeah. It's considered theory. So we're still at that early stage. Um, and then, of course, you have malevol um, malevolent. malevolent. I can't even get my word know, out today. It's a mouthful. It is. And those are ones that can do harm. Um, they're called, just I call them mean people. You yeah. know, mean in they life. They were probably mean in life. Mean in death. Yeah. And then, I knew a few of those. And then you go to the big D, which is demonic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And right. then those are hard. Those are really hard to get rid of. And then sometimes uh, indistinguishable from a haunting. They can they, be. They, 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 you think, oh, yes. well, this is just a haunting. And it's like, oh, no, wait, this is. Then more than that. This is not. This is a, called Constantine. I would, <laughs> I would actually say that might be a little more backwards, whereas hauntings try to, different spirits try to make themselves out to be demonic when right. they're not. A demonic is very hard to come by. Thank God. It's really, I mean, it really, they aren't as much as people think. Everybody mm. thinks, oh, it's demonic. Right. No, it just can be a pissed off ghost. Yeah. Literally. Well, I feel better That's about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an angry person versus yeah. a creature from, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. And I then, mean, of course, you, I prefer. you also have minions. Right. Not the little cute, you know, yellow ones. Um, a minion is basically just a little object that's came off of the negative energy and kind of sprouts its own little thing. And oh. they're like little creatures. Like a brownie or a fairy or a... Uh, aren't brownies but, but those are, those are, I think I what you're talking, we're talking yeah. about, these are, these are, parts, these are still... They're just not they're intelligent hauntings. They're just negative. negative. They're very I'm negative. Right. Like, more like a gremlin that yes, causes that, problems. That would be more something like that. Something yeah. like a gremlin. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like what? Is Brownies, it, I mean, are pretty. Weren't they called gremlins? The ones that always messed with mechanical yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's yes. a gremlin. Yes. Yeah, those are gremlins. They Brownies should really just call that mercury retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what we're in so right good. now. <laughs> so it's a perfect time for the con. That's right. Kind of. How much is the con? How much? Um, the Paracon tickets right now for the silver tickets, which is just the conference only, are forty-five. Mm -hmm. If you add the conference and the nighttime investigation, they're a hundred. And then they and go. You said up you the still door. got some tickets for that. So. Uh, we do. I had to open up a few more of the investigation tickets. Originally, we were sold out of those. Uh -huh. But since we got another little kind of building area, we were able to open a few more. So I'm very limited on those. Um, the silver ones, we should be good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, plenty of people. Yeah. yeah. So and you, where can they get them? Yeah. In, can um, they get them in advance? On Eventbrite. Okay. Tickets have been posted I, I on Eventbrite. I it was on Eventbrite, but mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure. And that's... Just search Paracon. Paracon. If you put yeah. in Paracon, Oklahoma, we're the first thing to pop up. Yeah. All right. Also, we'll put the link on the... Yeah, it's real easy. On the like Facebook. Socials. Yep. Yeah, in fact, I think I already did. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> you might have, I think, yes. We, we might have already done that. So tell us about these panels. What are, what are, what are what you got planned for... Um, basically, what we do is uh, we'll have most of them right now is going to be over um, ghosts. We do have one panel coming out with um, Bigfoot. Oh, Don't yeah. have a UFO this year. Um, but each panel just talks about different things they've experienced. We have some that talk about photography and spirits. Um, I'm not quite sure what the guys are going to cover in their stuff. We have oils and um, that's the one I need to go to. Oils <laughs> and stuff. Prophylaxis. <laughs> 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 It's more, and everybody gets to sit through everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody gets to see everything with it. So it's just different groups sharing different things. Some talk mm -hmm. about how to, like I said, how to photograph, how to do photography. Other ones talk about how to look for evidence. 
Um, and then they just talk about, I mean, just all different aspects. It just kind of depends on the speaker. So. Will there be examples as well, uh, uh, photographs and like EVPs, uh, things usually, like that? Usually. Okay. Usually the different speakers will bring in different things they've experienced. Good, because an EVP is probably one of my favorite things ever. What is that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, extra... Vo mm. EVP is electronic voice phenomenon. There you go. And I remember the first one I ever captured, so yeah. yeah and what how it say? does it was, one or is it just capture? a noise? No, it was a full sentence. What? It was a full sentence that said, leave it. Like, did, you, did you leave it? I was talking to uh, one of the other investigators, and I was showing them something, and I was getting ready to pick it up, and you can very much hear on that EVP. <laughs> Where you just like sit it said, back down. Well, we didn't well, hear it till later. Okay, so, yeah, um, an, EVP, right. an EVP is basically when you are recording, because you've got, mm -hmm. you've got recording of stuff out there, and then you go back to listen to it, and there is a clear, honest-to-goodness voice on that tape or <laughs> on that electronic recording that was not there originally. You did not hear it. No one heard it, but Had it is clearly there, and it is freaky it's amazing it cool. and it's just that real and you can hear clear conversations like that was not there so what what does the science say about the evp like i'm just curious i have never looked into this phenomenon so as far as like analyzing the tape and it's just picking up on a higher level okay so It'll, just different um, frequency and so there's it's like a, a dog whistle yeah, basically, <laughs> that, that's the best way to put it. It really, really is. And there are different, there's... Sometimes uh, the noob knows things. There are different classifications. Girl, you ain't no noob. <laughs> like the one he's talking about or the one I just said was considered a class A EVP. That means you can hear everything that's being said. You can totally it's not understand. jarbled or anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, class B is you get bits and pieces. Mm -hmm. Class C is more just noise and rumbling. You can like hear somebody going, but you can't understand what they're saying mm -hmm. at all. You, no matter how you much you like footsteps or we've had, oh yeah we've mm -hmm. had disembodied footsteps we've had even disembodied voices where we could hear it plain as day without a recorder yeah that's that, happened to that's, me that's, that's usually why you know it's uh, when you've actually got an evp is when you couldn't hear because you can hear people having conversations and that conversation will still go on and then this voice will come in that says a full sentence or mm -hmm. whatever and no one stops talking so right, it's obvious yeah. no one heard no that no one heard the time, that then um, yeah which is why it's kind of can it's kind of weird can plants be haunted plants yes i can honestly say i've never investigated a plant she's part. not messing with if you. you're talking about like a tree bush kind of plant thing and not like a building we had my grandma passed away uh -huh. and we had this plant and like we took care of it for forever and we could not get this it was one of those like ivy plants that grew out as soon as she passed away that thing started growing like crazy and we took care of it the same but well, it, could it be attached? It could have been her doing that, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, see, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. And, like, that thing grew. And we had to, an like, object. I kind of love that idea. That could yeah. be, an, that could be a, just a haunted object. Yeah. And we swore that it was trying to strangle one of the people that we didn't like. So, like, it was no, growing. That sounds like your grandma. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like if my grandma. still alive, sure, yeah. I want it for my haunted museum. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Just saying. Uh, it I, sounds I, it just amazing. like your yeah. grandma. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying yeah. to collect all the haunted objects from places because I would like to open a haunted museum that here in Oklahoma. That would be awesome. Yeah. Where, would, where would you want to put that? I don't know yet. El Reno might be. <laughs> I, have, I, I have want you to Reno. do this. I have looked at El Reno. I want um, to help you do this. I live in Mustang, so I would like it mm -hmm. closer to me. Yeah, um, I would like it closer too because I, I live in yeah. Norman, so that's quite a drive for me. Yeah. So. Oh my God. Still Oklahoma City is going to be way out of our price range. Mm -hmm. I have looked at Guthrie, um, but that's still an, an hour away from me. So, right. 
it'll it'll just depend. Now Guthrie had uh, they did have the original banjo museum there uh, mm-hmm. before it moved down to before downtown, and that's over on I want to say Oklahoma. Uh, oh, the new one, no, the one that's the, in the city. The, no, the original banjo museum that was in Guthrie. Um, I know because I did theater, the Preservation Playhouse mm-hmm. uh, in Guthrie, and the Banjo Museum opened right upstairs of that. So there's, oh. there are there are spaces in Guthrie. I know that's yeah. too far. That's that is. I like El Reno downtown. El Reno has so much charm, and it's like there's a lot of historical buildings and. Some I prefer to be open. in a haunted building already. Yes. Right? That would be. Yes. But it's going to be haunted once I take that. If stuff you build out. it, yeah, I was going to say, if you build it, they will come. But <laughs> it's going to be haunted with just this stuff. I mean, I I had a a museum in New York contact me wanting me to send them some of my stuff to borrow. Right. And so I'm like, okay, I packed up about four of my objects and I sent it to them. And the day it arrived, mind you, this is northern New York, they got a tornado and a flash flood. <gasps> Welcome to Oklahoma. I sent you a tornado. <laughs> I sent you a tornado in the mail. He, he called My me bad. and he's like, I'm just saying it's a coincidence, but this is what happened. And I'm like, you, I'm sorry, you had a tornado <laughs> in New like, York? And they had to reschedule the opening. <laughs> that, what museum whatever you was sent, this? I'm like, Red's did not pissed. want to go. What museum was this? Um, I'll have to look it up. I have it That's on my thing. Great. The reason it I ask is I'm reading a book about Lily Vale. It's a town where spiritualism, one of the major spiritualism movements happened. And like, I'm only, I've only just started, but it's called The Town That Could Talk to the Dead. And it's, it was written by an investigative reporter about a town where. I think I know the thing you're talking about because they have a lot of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. and she is very very good at acknowledging mm-hmm. not her her skepticism mm-hmm. but not her bias because she is the reli- she was the yeah. religion reporter for the Dallas Morning News and it turned into like a four year project and so any true reporter should be able to do that it's should be able to put oh one hundred percent that's and, why yeah. but well yeah. that's why I like that she did it's not that town because I, I, I kind of know which one you're talking okay. about and this yeah. one I had I had yet to hear to really hear of but it has to be close to Sleepy Hollow. Because the curator of that one is actually going to be running the Sleepy Hollow event where oh, they do the whole fun. in Sleepy Hollow, New York. New York. So nice. That's cool. That's it. Yeah. Nice. So dig then, it. yeah, it's just coincidence that book came. It, it became available like this week, so I've been reading it. Yeah. And, and while not studying astronomy, um, so yeah, I was just curious if it was that one. Yeah, and I, you know, as you're talking about reporters, I know that you guys have to deal carefully with any kind of like TV reporters that might try to make it out to be, I don't know. They always do these paranormal stories and they, they do right. the weird the filming freaks. and yeah. And Look at the freaks. I started to say, I've actually is. had really good. Oh, good. 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 Re- Cause I've last year, I think I was on Fox again. The year before that I was on every news station here in, in Oklahoma city and news channel four had us out to investigate their building. Awesome. So oh, wow. we That's were I met wa- yeah. with, I, with I was times great. Have changed then. Yeah. That we times have changed. Because it occurred to me after, I contacted you. I was mm-hmm. like, I hope they don't. I hope she doesn't. You know, you don't know me from Adam, so I was like hoping that you don't get a lot of requests that make it. You, I've had. One, an, I've only had one experience. person ever request something that I kind of questioned. Right. Yeah. Other than that, everybody I I have talked to or gone to their shows or done whatever have been good. Very into Yay. it. Good um, Oklahoma. Yeah. Yay, good it journalism. Wasn't like that ten years ago, I wouldn't like that. Oh 10 yeah, years no, ago. it no. wasn't. It no. wasn't. But Same now way. they're really embracing more. That's fabulous. And awesome. I'm glad because I, I was going to ask well, if you get a lot. Again, of this, this I might think be... that goes with these shows that mm-hmm. are, that have come out. The people are watching and realizing that this is not a this is not a bunch of kooks in a 
you know, basement. These are people that are that are using scientific method. They are, and especially spending time and effort. That, and a lot of money. Yeah. And a lot of money. And a lot, a lot of, money. of money. And yeah. and, and so there's there's a belief there. So ridiculing their beliefs uh, has become, I think, kind of ridiculous and yeah. silly. And and again, I think these shows being out there have really helped to go. Oh, this is not. This is not just. Right. You know, this is fake. not kooks. Yeah. This, well, the world is bigger and stranger than I mean, we it's, ever thought. It's proven that uh, religion as a whole has declined quite substantially mm-hmm. in the recent years, and a lot of people are just going towards more of a spirituality type mm-hmm. uh, setting. Do you think that might have anything to do with people being more receptive to the supernatural rather than yeah. being it, a lot hard, uh, fast, uh, nope. black and white? Yeah. You know, yeah. Yes yeah. More no. agnostic. And it, it does. I mean, we do different booths at different things, and um, right before the Oklahoma City book came out, I had a booth at, at Western Days in Mustang, and I had, you know, all my crystals, my oils, my smudging devices, everything out. This woman walks up to me, and she goes, oh, you're new age. I'm a Christian. I said, really? So am I. My <laughs> father was a pastor. But hey, guess what? You know all those little incense they burn in the Catholic? It's all herbs. It's all it's, it's all based no on spiritualists. joke! Mm-hmm. Like. Everything wow. that is in the religion that we, any religion mm-hmm. has, oils, we anoint with oil, the Catholic smudge with mm-hmm. herbs, all of that comes from early Christianity or spiritualism. Do or you even research. farther back. It's there. And I'm, well, yeah. I'm actually working Co-opting. on a book and I have gone back I, I to know like the like 1100s. A lot of Druidism yeah. is incorporated yeah. into Catholicism. Well, because oh, yeah. Catholics are the original rebranders. Yeah, yeah. they're like, oh, we're like I mean, that. And, and there's also a lot of basis in Judaism as well, mm-hmm. yeah. which used a lot of oils and herbs and, mm-hmm. and, and things like that. Um, and I, so, and right now, oils are, are really big regardless of, right. and I think, again, 10, 15 years ago, I think there would have been, there was that, oh, no, you can't do oils and stuff because that's all that new age stuff. Mm-hmm. But now I, I have friends who are, you know, Baby they're, they're dealing that stuff in the church. You know, they're talking oh, yeah. about, you know. So uh, yeah, I think it's become, it's not so much I think that people are losing, I think that just people are opening themselves up. Well, that's to what the I meant. It's like, it's not, it's, right. it's not so black and white with yeah. religion. Right. It's not anymore. so rigid. Yeah. It's not yeah. so rigid. It's more of a spirituality now rather than yeah. I'm Christian, I'm. And, yeah. and you also Southern have Baptist. I'm this. The, I'm that. The, the world has become smaller with social media. With you know, you yeah. know people yeah. that you know the people who are next to you that you're talking to uh, might be of a different religion or a different b- belief system, and so you're more open to that idea. It's, yeah. it's one of the reasons why I think there's more of an acceptance to uh, the the gay, lesbian, uh, bisexual, and trans- transgender community than there ever was before. It's because. We are opening with the internet, with social media. Right. We are inner, and and I think it's again that that idea uh, of accepting of people who uh, uh, believe in the paranormal, or believe in Bigfoot. It's because we are all getting together and we're we're sharing the internet. We're we're not we're realizing we're not weird people. <laughs> right. You know? We're all weird. We're not people. behind the door. Basically, yeah. we yeah. were closed behind the door before. Yeah. If you ever talked about ghosts, you were weird. You yeah. know, exactly. you were strange. And now it's like, oh yeah, I heard about that. Oh mm-hmm. well, I, I get this all the time. Oh, I had an experience. And it's like, and I get to hear all their stories. It's like anywhere I go, that's what I'm running into. No, I, I think that's that. great. And like, it's and anthropologists it's have been the probably, whole time, like, yeah, the world's way weirder than you think. Like, and it's probably something saying, that they haven't been able to express to a lot of times, right? Because most, because they there is still kind of that view of because oh, we're not going to talk about it. Real. Mm-hmm. And but then when they meet someone that believes in ghosts, that they can be like, oh, I can finally tell this story. So I'm sure you get a lot of stories. Right, I, I do. 
here's the weirdest thing I probably came in contact with as far as speaking or request. There is a school here in Oklahoma City that caters to special needs mm-hmm. that asked us to come in and talk to their students about ghosts. You know how hard it is to look at a seven-year-old when they ask you if a ghost can hurt you and you have to say no? Because <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't look wow. at you and say, yeah, you have to be careful because they're kids. They're yeah. You have to be careful with that. Yeah. So yeah, You have to very carefully yeah, phrase that. So it's just kind of like, what do you do at that point? But mm-hmm. I, yeah. that, that floored me when I got that request. I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry, you're a what? And you yeah. want us to what? Okay. Seven? That openness. That's wonderful. That's a very I, impressionable age. Sure. <laughs> but it's because their building was haunted. Yeah. Uh, or is, I should say. And so it's good it to know haunted. that it's not, it's not the movies. So, so did, did they you know, react kids to, need to know it that. being haunted? Um, the kids loved To allay yeah, the yeah. kids' fears? I don't know. I don't really understand the whole reasoning, but they had to have parents sign consents, and the parents signed consents. That's fascinating. That's so great. they have a little girl that haunts their bathroom, evidently. Um, they did ask us to investigate. We just didn't get time that year because we had wow. so much going on. But. My so, sister has a, a little boy that lives at her. She lives in a 150-year-old uh what are they called? Plantation house. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never. <laughs> What's his name? Isaac. Isaac runs around. You can hear his footsteps at night. Oh. It's crazy. Cool. So how many, you were in Oklahoma City. Where were you guys last year? Um, we were right here downtown. Oh, really? We were at the Sheraton. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did, How did we not hear about this? Because last, <laughs> this year, because was last year was insane. This, you know, last, yeah. Because last year was, was the awesome. year that we, oh, it was in November. November. Okay, maybe that was it. The last year was the year we had Did you everybody, just check your shirt to see year. what it was? I was showing you. Oh, I can't remember. These t-shirts from last year. are great. So. Yes. 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 Every, every, last year was the year that we had every weekend was, oh my gosh, something going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. So how many people did you have last year? Um, About, I think we were right around 100 with speakers. It's not a big con. No. It's really not. And that's one of the things we do like is it's, it's very personal. You get to meet everybody really up close. Um, and we're still in the building process. So Paracon isn't as big as Comic-Cons, right. of course. But, you know, we're there, and it's it's a right. fun thing to and do. you're growing. Do you expect that many this year? Do you yeah, we're more? about that way right Good. now. And it's, hopefully get more people in there, because, I mean, that's 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 wonderful that, that people are wanting to come out and see and learn. Uh, yeah. It sounds like it's a really good educational experience. And then, of course, we have, have to go. <laughs> we have vendors, so, you know. And to buy those oils and those crystals, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, we do have vendors. And then we'll have, um, I think we have one or two psychics this year. <gasps> See, that I'm really interested in. Yeah, we had three I, or four, I, I think, last year. I love, do you, so, uh, so what kind of psychics are they like? Talk, they're not mediums. Psychic mediums, there's, What's really, the difference? Not, there's really not much of a difference, okay. quite honestly. Um that's another thing I'm having to research is all the different, you know, the clairvoyance and everything that goes mm-hmm. along with it. Um, it. It's so hard to differentiate. And I wish I had my notes here to even go over it all. But a lot of people that are psychics are mediums, too. And a lot of people that are psychics are impasse. And it, it all crosses and interacts so closely. That makes sense. It's, it's got to be complicated, yeah. but it makes sense. It okay, so, so that's one of the things that I, I don't admit to many people, but... Um, I do think I have a latent empath. I sort of say you're an empath. Yeah. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, you're an empath. Because <laughs> I can Most just empaths walk. Most empaths know empaths. Yeah. Just telling you now. Because I can walk into a room and just be like, nope. No. <laughs> like, if yeah. it's, like, even, okay, so I was married previously, and I could 
not and his dad was a raging alcoholic mm-hmm. and like i could not i could wouldn't even have to see him to know he was in a bad mood like i could walk into that room and feel that energy and feel that and be like oh he's having one of his episodes we're going right now mm-hmm. i will tell you you probably need to carry a stone on you because i think you're going to be more susceptible to a psychic vampire Really? Oh, yeah. God, what's that? That's, it's basically where someone is so negative all the time, they're eating off your energy. Yes, I, uh, yeah. Okay. I so am very, re- I'm very receptive to that. And like yeah. anyone that's like in a bad mood, I will siphon that. Yeah, it, you're like a sponge. Yes. Yeah. And you will soak it in and about the third yeah. day you're going to explode. Yes. And I've had so. to like with my fiance be like, you're in a bad mood. I need you to go away until you're to, in a better mood. I just have to bail. Yeah, yeah. I, and I have to do that too. I'd be like, I just have to run. I just, well, I mean, I'm just like, I'm gonna go. Yeah, there okay. are special stones we'll you talk. can carry for we'll that. Discuss we'll <laughs> <laughs> this. Yeah. That's wonderful. So, okay, wow. so where can people find out more information about Paracon? Uh, Paracon itself, like I said, you can get the tickets there. We also have a website under um, OPA, just Oklahoma Paranormal Association. And then past Paracon, if anybody wants to learn more, I'm actually going to be teaching a class at Francis Tuttle starting oh, in October. Wow. I know. I'm write getting, it down. Yeah. Write it down. Write I'm it getting down. paid to teach about this stuff. This is my thing. Girl. That's Applause. So it's great. So, so it's you actual class, class people can sign up. take a class, yeah. Devin? Let's go to Francis, school. Yeah. Let's go to school. Francis Tuttle okay. is actually Let's going to host. Let's add this to our... Let's do it. Is that the Francis Tuttle up on Northwest Expressway in Rockwell? Rockwell. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. It'll be Rockwell. What's the class called? Um, it will be Paranormal Research or Paranormal 101. Yes. And I'm trying. That sounds like something yeah. I'll try. That's why I said I'm trying to work on the book now because I'm actually going to try to make something that goes and talks about all the, you know, the origins of paranormal research, how it started back in the 1800s to what it is now. Um, also going into psychic and psychic developments, stones, crystals. I love that um, idea. I absolutely love that. Herbs. So into this. Yeah. It'll yes, be yes. it'll be a whole lot. And then the more I'm researching for the book the more it's just literally i'm drawing in from some of the stuff that i'm just going people were writing about this stuff in in the 1100s and we're just now coming into it today just now accepting it which is amazing and it's totally taken or even coming back yeah i don't know coming back to it maybe they were burning people at the stake for being witches for a while yeah yeah funny fact my uh (laughs) Great, 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 great grandpa was burned at the stake for being a werewolf because he had Are large canine me? teeth. And there is there's newspaper clippings of it. Oh, I believe that, we have it. yeah. Yeah, because he, and my older brothers, all my brothers have very enlarged canine teeth. I can't believe I just found out you how have did, werewolves how, yeah, how have in I known your family. You? <laughs> and, I, and you're Part my sister wife. What? I love that. On, 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 on the brother's side, the women, the women didn't inherit it. All the boys have the enlarged K90. That's Something hilarious. that's been this passed down. great. I love, <laughs> it. I love it. I've known this woman for three, four years like now. I said, I don't talk I about it very much because I don't understand it. <laughs> okay, that's fair, but that's awesome. Yeah. And I'm not snarking. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that is legitimately awesome an amazing family fact. <laughs> in <laughs> Ireland. It happened in Ireland. Oh, that's Ireland. even better. Of course <laughs> it did. Yeah. Yeah. The entire yeah. island is haunted. <laughs> um, That's it's wonderful. my people. Tanya, thank you so very much. And again, where is any anything else you want to let people know about this when 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 they come down uh, next weekend? I'm trying to think, um, I can't think of anything. Come with an open mind. Yeah, come, come open with an mind, open mind, ready please. to learn. Get ready to, ready have fun. to learn. Yeah, we always have fun. It's gonna be a blast. It's gonna be I'm a blast. So, I'm excited, and I don't really care for it. Yeah, you're, I'm you're starting gonna, to care for it. I'm starting to. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. So I'm It'll super excited and 
hopefully you all will join us there. Yeah. There you go. Thank you so very much. And that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on our website at okigeek.com. Also on Twitter and Facebook at Okigeek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And again, you got your uh, Paracon, the uh, OPA website. Are you guys also on Twitter or Facebook? Um, yes, but I don't do that. So I'm not, I'm on Facebook all the time, but I, I have a Twitter account. I just don't know who runs it. <laughs> Somebody. Our secretary takes It's delegated. Is, is it for Oklahoma Paranormal uh, Association? That's the uh, Twitter I found May, it. Yeah, sure. I found it at one More point. More than likely. We, will post, we should have a link, and our, our website is oklpa.com. Yes. And and that should link everything. To yeah, all and, and of course, I always just go on Oklahoma Paranormal Association Twitter, Google that, and you can probably find yeah, it. Fantastic. Yeah, should be able to. Yeah. Devin, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? Um, sorry, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you can find me on the Twitterverse pretty much exclusively, and I'm at Weva. That's Whiskey Unicorn Victor Victor Alpha. Nikki. You can find me at the Okie Geek Facebook page where I randomly update with my whatever is happening in my life at the time. We love it. And uh, more, oh, more videos. Nikki's please. epic videos are epic. <laughs> they are. And uh, hopefully you'll have a paranormal video coming up soon. When we go to LPA. Now, and see, speaking of freaky, see, when you went to this tunnel thing, uh-huh. she went to this tunnel and she's and I got claustrophobic watching that thing. St. Louis? It was in St. Louis, yeah. Museum. For when I went, it was on I'm vacation. sure it was not as small as it looked on that. No, it was. Like, I had turned uh, sideways. Mike, to Nikki fit. is tiny. That's true. And I was, that scared me. And so. I made hilarious rock references. So, it's that the, was my pride and joy. Yeah, Nikki's about videos be epic. Go, ch- go check out Nikki's videos yeah. on our <laughs> Facebook page. It's pretty awesome. Uh, you can also find me at KOSU Michael C. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast. Also, rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Tanya McCoy, I'm Michael Cross. I'm Devin Green. I'm Nikki Robinson. Reminding you to keep calm and geek on. <laughs> <laughs>